0: Cardinals fans may not want to hear it, but was Wainwright really as bad as the box score showed on Tuesday night? That's coming up on b Shafe Daily. What's going on, everybody? And welcome into this edition of b Shave Daily. Brendan Schaefer here with you in the late evening hours of Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. Here we go again. Another Adam Wainwright start goes by the win total, stuck at 198 for the career of the storied St. Louis Cardinals starting pitcher. Another game tonight where the Cardinals cannot get it done for Waino, and vice versa, as Wainwright ends up, yeah, the box score, well, it wasn't pretty. Six earned runs allowed by Adam Wainwright, as he is unable to complete five innings of work in this game, going just four and two-thirds. Seven hits, six runs, all earned. Allowed a walk, a home run, and just got the three strikeouts in this game. But is it possible that Adam Wainwright wasn't as bad as the box score showed tonight? Like, if you're just tuned out of Cardinals baseball at this point in the calendar, I can't blame you. Nobody really could. It's been that kind of year. But if you happen to be watching Tuesday night's game, did you really think Wainwright looked six earned runs bad until it happened there and unraveled on him in the fifth inning. I know that nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants to hear this. Adam Wainwright's got an 8.61 ERA. This season for Wayno has been an unmitigated disaster. It has been. So before anybody accuses me of sugarcoating or the various nonsensical things that have been said to me on Twitter already tonight, I'll get out in front of it. Like, it's been abysmal it's been brutal it's been just about as bad as anybody could have imagined like if you had a range of outcomes in your head for what one last ride for Adam Wainwright would look like on one end of the spectrum you had probably what you know something similar to what he has done 2020 to 2022 say for that rough September of last year ERA in the low to mid threes maybe high threes as he continues to age a little further but eat some innings, get to 205, 210 wins, maybe even, maybe get to second all time, passing Jesse Haynes on the St. Louis Cardinals all time wins list. That was like the upper echelon of what we could have hoped to see. This is the complete opposite end of that spectrum. Short of just being injured all year and not being able to pitch, which honestly might have been better than what we've actually seen play out because he wouldn't then have an 816 or 861 ERA. To have to to deal with next to his name, like that goes on the back of your baseball card. They don't take that off there. So this has been, yeah, this has been about as bad as it could possibly go for Adam Wainwright. There have been games where he couldn't record more than three or four outs and just gaudy numbers in terms of runs and hits allowed. Tonight was kind of another one of those. You give up six runs and you don't get through five innings. Very easy to look at that and say, yeah, here we go again. That's kind of like the eight runs he gave up to the Royals, although it's not because this time he at least pitched into the fifth. Better than recording just three total outs like he did on the 11th of August. or that game against the Rockies, gave up seven earned runs in three innings. You can go all the way back to the Astros game back in June. Didn't get out of the second, six runs. Gave up seven runs to the Marlins, but only four of those were earned. You had the London game against the Cubs way back. I mean, it's just been... It has been trying. It's been a trying season for Adam Wainwright. And then tonight, coming off of one of his better outings of the season, last week when he went six innings, gave up three runs. Cardinal bats didn't help him out in that one, so he was still the loser in that game, despite a a rare quality start in this 2023 season. You thought, okay, can that be something he can build upon? And then you see tonight, maybe you're just checking the box score. Ah, four and two-thirds, six runs, all earned. Gave up a homer. That's tough. Yeah, 200 is not happening. And as Waino said tonight in the postgame, I'm still looking for 199. Let's get that first. Be nice to get that first. But people have basically completely written off the idea. And I understand why. It's been a long time since we've seen a W next to Adam Wainwright's name this season. But I got to be honest, I don't think tonight was equivalent to... The Royals game or the Rockies game or the Astros game or the London game. This was different. The Marlins game on July 4th. Like This was at least, you had some encouraging signs through the early portion of this game. I'm going to piss some people off for saying that. I'm sure I will. But if we're going to be honest, intellectually honest about our baseball viewing experience, you know this was just one that went off the rails for Waino. Like if that outing happens in any other season, we go, oh my gosh, did Waino get screwed? Talk about some rough luck there in the fifth inning. But it's not any other outing in any other season. It's the final season for Wainwright, the season from hell. And tonight was the fifth inning from hell. Five of the six runs allowed by Waino coming in the fifth inning. He looked sharp though leading up to that inning, especially leading up to the fourth inning. I don't think he had even allowed any any hits before that inning. I want to double back and make sure I'm right on this. One, two, three, first inning, one, two, three, second inning, one, two, three, third inning, fourth inning, walk round out, strike out, gives up a base hit, run scores, gets through it. But that's the first I mean the first base runner he allows in the fourth. Take you to the fifth. Gets an out. Allows a, a base hit that drops in front of Walker and Wright. And then, like, let's... I know that nobody wants to hear the, the why it wasn't so bad for Adam Wainwright. But I think it's only fair to, like, at least acknowledge what happened in this game. If we want to rip the guy for the season that he's had. And by the way, you're welcome to rip the guy for the season that he's had. If you believe he should have retired after last year, whatever. That's your prerogative. Put that out there in the universe doesn't bother me any. I mean, it does. I don't think it's. I can kind of talk about why I don't like the should have retired with Yadi and Albert. Everybody knew it. Well, not everybody knew it. There were a lot of people who saw that September last year and said, "Okay, maybe it is time to to wind down for Leno." Numbers were not good last September, but then he came out and said, "I've I think I've I've diagnosed why it happened." Here's what was going wrong, and it's something that's not going to happen again. I'm going to be on top of my video work. I'm not going to miss something like this, a mechanical issue that Wayno had late last season. Cardinals believed in him, believed that that was the cause of his struggles down the stretch, and signed him to one more year. I think a lot of Cardinals fans were on board with it at the time. It felt like. Maybe some people weren't. Let me know in the comments if you can recall your take. My take was, okay, one more year. I mean, that's exactly what we should see from Adam Wainwright. If he wants it, then I want it. I want to see him go out his way. Of course, this season hasn't gone well. It's been a disaster. But to be like, well, Wainwright's friend's retired, so he should have to retire too. Like, that's that's what fits my fan narrative. I enjoy that. If, if I can see all three of my favorites go out together. in like, what other line of work is that ever a thing? I know that baseball is a very unique career. It's a very unique industry. It doesn't always compare apples to apples to our office job or our you know, sports radio job or sports writing job or job at the restaurant, like whatever line of work you're in. But like, imagine that in your line of work that it was like, well, you know, people really like the job we do here and, and, and it's been a good run. I've got a couple of buddies near in retirement. I should probably retire too. Otherwise, it's just not going to feel like uh, we get, get the bang for our buck on that retirement party that everybody wants to throw at the end of the year. Like, that's not, that's just not the way the world works. And and Adam Wainwright's his own person. He's got his own career. He's got his own aspirations. He's got his own family. He's got his own situation, right? He's got his own life. And he decided what was best for him and his family was one more year. Whatever the motivations were behind that, if the Cardinals wanted him back and they agree on a contract, I got no problem with it. And I was, in, I was in support of it. I was excited to see one more year of Adam Wainwright. Ushering some of the young pitchers along, passing the baton, but having one more year to kind of get that done. In many ways, the 23 season for the Cardinals has been a nightmare. So it was obviously better in thought than in practice. But I, it just rubs me the wrong way where people say, well, he should have retired. Like, okay, who are you? To get to determine that, but I totally get it. You're a Cardinals fan, is the answer to my hypothetical, to my rhetorical question. You're a Cardinals fan, and you feel like, hey, there were the signs, the the writing was on the wall a little bit that he was going to have a decline, and it might have been better for the team had had he retired. Okay, if that's the way you feel, you can put that out there. I've covered the bases on how I feel about it, and and again, I'm, I say I'm not here to judge you. I try to I try to stick to that. You can espouse your opinion just like anybody else. Just like I can. No, no, no man's opinion or woman's opinion more valid than another. As long as we're all trying to do our level best to be intellectually honest about it. That's where I do have an issue, however. There's some people on Twitter tonight that I just couldn't help. A lot of times, you know, someone says something stupid to me, and it happens a lot. No offense. Most Cardinals fans are great. But you guys know what I'm talking about. Some of the people, they're just like, you're, you're, what are you saying? It's obnoxious, what are you saying? Like, what? Where are you? where do you get off? with with coming up with this tweet typing it out and then sending it how right we all know who we're talking about bad eggs in every batch but when people send these types of things to me and say love Adam Wainwright but he should have retired two years ago that I'm not that opinion I will not let go and instead of just replying to you I will quote tweet you and call you out so that everybody else can see how how foolish you are Google is free. It is free. If you have this opinion, let me set you straight. Let me get you back on the path toward God. All right? Google is free. You can Google Adam Wainwright stats. You can go to any number of fine websites. Baseball reference is great. MLB.com will get the job done. ESPN, a little clunky from a phone. Don't really like the way their app, I click it and then it takes me to their app and the stats won't load. So maybe I, I go back to Google and I look for something else. Fan graphs will get the job done. You can actually look at the statistics of these baseball players over the course of their careers. And they even sort it for you by year. It's amazing what's out there. So you look and see that Adam Wainwright had a 3.71 ERA in 2022. 2021, he was a top 10 Cy Young finisher, if I recall correctly. See, sometimes what I do on the show is I'll say something and go, is that right? The, the thing I just said, is that right? And in the time it takes me to stall a little bit with this sentence I just gave you, I can Google it without even pausing my recording and go, yeah, he was the seventh place Cy Young finisher in 2021, 20th in the MVP vote with a 3.05 ERA, went 17 and seven. Yep. Should have retired two years ago. I mean, give me a break. If you want to, if you want to have a criticism of Wainwright, it's not hard to do it in 2023. He's been really bad. All right. The numbers bear that out. But don't be a doofus. Don't say, oh, should have retired two years ago. Should I mean I've seen some crazy stuff. They should have put him in the bullpen four years ago. Do, do you watch baseball? Maybe I'm just having a rant at the expense of like just a couple of people, and it's like I said, most Cardinals fans are great, but I was i I'm not able to let those go. So I retweet, I'll quote tweet and and call those out, which I've done. But it's frustrating. I mean, listen, does any Cardinals fan out there really want Adam Wainwright to be failing right now? No. I think a lot of people are upset about it. He's upset about it. Been just a a hell of an ambassador for the St. Louis Cardinals for his entire career. Ever since he got here. And it's going on 20 years. I mean, 2005 was his debut. That's 18 seasons ago. If I'm doing my math right. I think it's actually... 19 but he missed 2011. yeah so 19 years is 18th season playing a lot of memories during that time and a lot of them are mine right like I have talked about on the podcast being a Cardinals fan growing up before 2016 that's that was me and then I kind of shifted my role and saw things from another side and so now I don't you know I don't claim that fandom I'm a I'm a writer and I, I talk about the team I write about the team cover the team, but I want to see Adam Wainwright do well. Like that's not a secret. I don't think I'm kicked out of the club to admit that. Yeah, Waino's a guy that you want to see do well. You want to see him end his career on his terms. And so it sucks for everybody to not be able to see that happening. And then clearly, I get rather animated when I see things that you know people saying things that just to me don't make any sense. It doesn't. It's not objectively true. It's objectively false. And so I get I get riled up about that. And then I see some other comments, too, that I don't think these are as problematic. But the type of comment that I'll see where people say, like, right now, present day, Wainwright should retire on August 23rd. Like, after that game, it's like, he should retire right now. That's what the Cardinals need, right? Because otherwise, you're just knowing that every fifth day, the Cardinals are going to lose. And he shouldn't allow that to keep happening because he's just been pitching so poorly this year. And he should do everybody a favor and retire now. What is that? Like, it's not objectively as obscene as, well, he should have retired two years ago when he had a really solid 2022 despite a bad September. His overall numbers were good. But the people that want him to retire right this moment, like you want your pound of flesh no matter what, what does that do? What purpose would that serve? There's no detriment to throwing Adam Wainwright every fifth day and see, see if he can't stubble into a couple more wins. Like, do you know the standings? Cardinals fans, do you know the standings right now? It ain't good. <laughs> like, it's, it's bad, and it's not getting any better. I'll pull them up real quick. Cardinals are a season-worst 17 games below five they They're in dead last by two and a half games. After losing to the Pirates eleven to one on Monday and six to three here on Tuesday, fifty five and seventy two. Really, what are they looking to salvage to, to the extent that you would say Adam Wainwright, you know, he should hang him up and retire right this moment? What would be the point in that? I just don't get that mindset. Again, I I have to watch all the games because it's part of my job, but if it weren't. And I shouldn't be saying this because I want you guys to keep listening to Be Shave Daily and subscribing to the YouTube channel if you enjoy daily Cardinals content that I bring. It's definitely going to get more interesting and, and more fun to talk about in like November when we do this podcast and we post on this channel. But I mean, if I'm being honest with you, like I, if I'm a Cardinals fan, I'm not really prioritizing watching the rest of the season. But there are a couple of things I'd be interested in if I were in your shoes. Like, I'm curious to see how Mason Win looks. That could get me to tune in. I want to see the development of Jordan Walker. Can he continue on the right trajectory? And I want to see Adam Wainwright every fifth day to see if he can't get to 200 wins. I get that it gets to a point where it's like, oh, this isn't fun anymore because I don't go into a Wainwright start expecting him to do well. Maybe that's how you feel. I've said I'm going down with the ship on Adam Wainwright, and even if my eyes tell me one thing, I'm... My my heart is going to go, you know, maybe Wainwright grits it out. Maybe he finds a way. I've said I'm going down with the ship. I, I, I'm i openly telling you that, like, I'm not going to be able to fully objectively evaluate these performances. Although when I look at one inning of work and eight runs against the Royals, I could be pretty objective. That's bad. That's awful. That's to the extent that I thought maybe that would have been what led to the conversation that took Wainwright out of the rotation out of the starting conversation. It didn't happen, though, and he pitched against the Mets and looked much better. Got through six innings, gave up three runs. Okay, you can live with that. Unfortunately for Wainwright, didn't give him number 199 because the offense didn't come through for him in that game. But all right, you're staying in the rotation. That's a no-brainer. And then you go to tonight's game, and I went on a tangent because I wanted to kind of rant about some of the things that I've seen. But what I was in the middle of doing was describing the way tonight's game unfolded. I gave you the first three innings. Those those are perfect. It was nine up, nine down. Through three. Gave up a run in the fourth. Still going along pretty fine. Fifth inning. Here's where it fell apart for Adam Wainwright. And I think it's only fair to, to dive into this. Because when people say, Oh my gosh, how is Brendan stumping for Adam Wainwright right now with the way I mean he's got an eight point six ERA? I know. Google's free. Like I said, I've got Google. I know the ERA. It's it's not good. But here's the fifth inning tonight. Palacios flies out, out number one. That's Joshua Palacios, not Richie, who uh, got his first major league home run for the Cardinals tonight. Pointed out to his brother after hitting it, I believe. That's kind of cool. So Palacios out number one. Wainwright's still going along strong. Base hit in front of Jordan Walker. I think I, I started on this track earlier, and then I kind of got sidetracked. We're caught back up now. All right, the ground ball to Edmond at second base. Nice play to his right. He was playing in the hole, had a long way to go to get to it. His his momentum moving him toward the second base bag. He tried to stop on a dime, pick up the ball, throw from an awkward angle, try to feed it to Mason Wynn, who's, who's cutting to the bag. They just couldn't time it up. Throw goes behind Wynn. You got to throw the ball to where the fielder is going, not to where he is. But Mason Wynn was trying to do all that on the fly. Couldn't make the play. It wasn't an error. It was just a play not made. Ends up being a costly one. Couldn't get the force out at second base. Next batter lays down a bunt. Arenado playing way deep. No chance. It was a perfect bunt. Alika Williams, the batter. Base is loaded. Ground out. So, G-1 Bay grounds out. You're getting it out there. You, a ball, there's not been a ball that has left the infield at this point. There's two outs in the inning. You're that close. You're that close to five innings, one run. Or, I guess, five innings, two runs. It would have been a second run at that point because G-1 Bay with the ground out to score a run. Brian Reynolds double. Wainwright said after the game, you know, that was really the only inside pitch he threw him all day, so he thought, that Brian Reynolds wouldn't necessarily be on the inside pitch, but he kept the hands back, drove it to right field. Brian Reynolds is a stone-cold killer. That's what can happen. Two-run double gets you. And then Andrew McCutcheon, 86, middle-middle, even at his age and stage of his career. Andrew McCutcheon knows what to do with 86, middle-middle. So Wainwright makes a bad pitch to McCutcheon, which he said after the fact. He didn't mind the the pitch to Reynolds, but, you know, 83 spins on the inside part of the plate. You probably got to, if you're trying to pound a guy in and you don't have even 90 on your velo, you really got to pound it in. And he, I think he just found a little bit too much of the plate. So, yeah, a couple of mistake pitches. But other than that, no ball leaves the infield in that inning. It's not an excuse. I mean, you gave up six runs. Those pitches were made and the night was bad as a result. But if we can't objectively see that this wasn't the same as Wainwright getting lit up for eight runs w- without getting out of the second inning, without recording an out in the second inning against the Royals. If we can't spot the difference between the two outings, having watched them, I you know, because in that Royals game you could say, "Oh my gosh, there was some soft contact and run scoring with two outs," but it's like you gave up eight. You did. You didn't get an out in the second. There's nothing. There's nothing to hide from there. In this game, my gosh. Nine up, nine down, it yeah, it starts to unravel a little bit, but I feel for Wayno with this one because it, while a lot of times this year I've said, listen, soft contact is contact, and it's you know you've got to find a way to get them to place it where your fielders are and with the stuff that Wayno has at this stage of his career, soft contact is not like a, a get out of jail free card because batters can almost place the ball where they want because of the velocity that it's coming in at, maybe the movement isn't there, the sharpness, the location, whatever. Soft contact is no more an excuse or a get-out-of-jail-free card to say, oh, it doesn't count. The bad outings still count. Tonight, it still counts. But this one in particular, especially immediately following the outing against the Mets, that was certainly a signal of progress, getting through six innings, allowing three runs. For it to unfold the way that it did tonight is just a massive bummer. Not an excuse. The ERA still goes up. The numbers were the numbers. But, me and how can you not feel for the guy? How can your reaction, I guess, if you watch the game, be like, yep, this is a sign that Wainwright needs to retire? Like, there have been days this year where if you said that, I'd be like, I'm not doing a podcast about this yelling at you. But he throws a quality start against the Mets, and then he does what he does tonight, and it unravels on him, no doubt, in the fifth inning. But that, I mean, that can happen to guys. And in any other season, I don't think people are looking at this and going, Wainwright, retire! Retire yesterday. No, I think most of the time fans would look at it and go, yep, that was just a, I mean, an anomaly, a bummer of an outing. But because he's had a bunch of bad ones this year, people are less forgiving, which I get. That's, I mean, that's just the nature of the business. It is a business and it is a performance-based business. And Wainwright does not perform this year. He'd be the first to tell you. But like, this is not the night for me anyway, that I'm going to go, yep, get your pound of flesh. I just don't see it that way. I just don't see it that way. But I know Cardinals fans are upset. They're right to be. Not just about Wainwright's season, but the team in general. It's been bad. There's 17 games below 500. This never should have happened. We do kind of have to look at it after the trade deadline and go, this is inevitable to feel this way the rest of the year. You're going to lose a lot of games. We knew that. You trade away the the good 40% of your rotation, and then the resurgent mats gets, hurts, gets hurt again, and then, You got Michaelis left and and Wainwright doing what he's doing. It's going to be ugly. You're going to lose a lot of games, but man, it still doesn't feel good. Does it, Cardinals fans? I know it doesn't, but for you to be so angsty at times, and maybe I'm not talking to everybody, but it's just like the angst of, yep, once Wainwright gave up five in the fifth, I'm ready. I got my pitchfork out calling for his head again. What does that do? Might as well lose every single game the team plays the rest of the year so that they can get that top draft pick. It's over. The season is over. There's only a few things that, to me, would make objective sense for Cardinals fans to be looking forward to. And Wainwright showing even some signs of life, which he's done over the last couple of outings, including today. There were signs of life. It was a bad result yet again. But come on. I just don't really understand the thought process. That's like, yep, we need to make sure that Wainwright doesn't start again, so that the Cardinals can go, you know, seventy-one and ninety-one instead of sixty-eight and ninety-four. Really, doesn't make any sense to me. But let's go ahead and hear from Adam Wainwright after the game. This audio will be courtesy of Bally Sports Midwest. Post game had several minutes that they showed on TV. I'll clip out some of the most interesting bits for you here. From Cardinal starter Adam Wainwright after the 6-3 to loss on Tuesday, once again, win number 199 escapes him.
1: Could have easily been a zero there, um, but uh, it's the way my season's gone. You know, unfortunately, the whole year, it's just uh, the crooked numbers. The big the inning has really hot, hurt me, really two out runs again, six of them today. So um, could have easily been, should have been a zero in the fifth, but it uh, wasn't, you know, and then that's on me taking no hitter into the fourth, you know, one hitter into the fifth. So I can't really explain it. You know, there's not really much I could say. That the best you felt with your two different fastballs? This season, yeah. As far as what you could do? Location-wise, there. command-wise, um, I just, I didn't try to throw anything hard, obviously, but I was locating really well and going both ways with four-seamer and cutter, or, and uh, sinker. So last game I had four-seam, didn't have sinker. Today I had sinker and four-seam, but... Um, I don't know what to tell y'all. I don't know what to tell our fan, but what do I tell them? You know, what do I say? What can I say?
0: So there's Adam Wainwright post-game tonight after the Cardinals' 6-3 loss against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Audio again, courtesy of Bally Sports Midwest. There are Cardinals fans who will hear that, and their blood will boil, and they'll hear the excuses, and they'll have rage in their hearts. I don't know how you go about it every day with that kind of anger. I don't. This cardinal season's cooked. It's done. You could be sad about the way things are going, but like the different monikers or the different descriptors that I'll see about Adam Wainwright from people, that he's selfish, that, you know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Adam Wainwright, you know, over the course of time, anything but selfish. He's shown the kind of person that he is. So why the anger about him pitching poorly this year? In a season that it's not like if Adam Wainwright had a three ERA, the Cardinals would be in the playoffs. Like, can we be honest about that? The team's got a, a poor record in his starts. There's no doubt that he is the reason for that. It's not bad luck. And really, it's not even just like the the hitters not doing their job to back him up. The Cardinals are 5-11 in Adam Wainwright's starts this year. I will go ahead and read off the run totals. Let's say anything above. I'll even say anything above three should have been a win. Is that fair? Let's let's give it that way. Adds a additional win. His first start of the year against Detroit, they lost six to five. So Wainwright gave up four runs. Let's put that one on Wayno. Should be six wins this year in Wayno games. Uh, against the Royals on May 29th, he went five and gave up three. Cardinals scored a zero runs, so we don't get to change that one. Next two games, he gave up three runs in each of those. Cardinals lost both of those games 4-3. to three. Let's blame Weino, right? Even though he was nearly a quality start in both those games, let's just blame him, right? He he should have done better. Let's say he should have done better. That's fine. We're up to eight wins now when Weino starts this year, and I think we're being a little bit generous. Offense scored three runs in both those games, though. It's another aspect that you should probably think about. But, no, we're going to go ahead and be generous. We're going to say that's Weino's fault. Cardinals lose 9-1 to the Cubs. I believe this was the London game. Cardinals scored one run. All right. We're not changing that one. Cardinals lose two touchdowns against the Astros. 14-0. Not great, but uh, they scored zero. So can't change that one. 15-2, 4th of July. Anybody? No? Two runs. Can't change that one. Lost to the Cubs in late July, 5-1. They gave him a whole run. He got through six in that game. Can't change that one. Colorado lost 9-4. to All right, that's a Wayno game. Gave up seven, earned to the Rockies. That shouldn't happen. We're up to nine wins in Wayno starts. If we're editing to include any time the Cardinals scored at least four runs when they lost a game for him, They lost to the Royals 12-8. That should have been a win. That, that's on Wayno, no doubt. Up to 10. Against the Mets, they lost 4-2. to You got to score more runs than that. He had a quality start. All right, so we we fixed it. The Cardinals' season is saved. Instead of 5-11 and 11, coming into today and way no starts, and now they're 5-12 and 12 after tonight. I don't think baseball reference has updated it just yet. And tonight, of course, they didn't score more than three runs, so we don't count it. Scored three exactly. But let's say we count it. Screw it. Let's be generous. Which means anything that was at least three runs, we're like, hey, Cardinals, they scored three. Should have won. 11 And what is that? 11-6 and should have been their record in Wayno's starts if he had pitched decently instead of uh, 5-12. and We added six extra wins. Assuming the Cardinals had a guy who would go six and give up like two every game. And then the bullpen wouldn't blow it either because we know that hasn't happened all year. All right. So we fixed the Cardinals' season, guys. We've awarded them six extra wins. We've turned Wainwright into a quality number two in the rotation. And the season is saved because now the Cardinals record is, uh uh-oh, looks like the math is not mathing on this one. The Cardinals would be 61 and 66. They're still five games below 500. Still eight games out of uh, first place in the division. Eight and a half out. Whoops. Looks like the Cardinals just aren't that good this year. So if really your thought is Wainwright's selfish and it's his fault that the Cardinals are so bad, we see the world very differently. We see the world very differently. Wainwright's had a really bad year, but there's nothing left to care about in this season. So maybe maybe you just let him go out there every fifth day because if you're looking at more than just the box score, quality start followed up by three innings of perfect baseball tonight, the wheels fell off in the fifth inning after he'd given up one run in the fourth. A walk into base hit. The fifth, with no balls out of the infield, the bases got loaded. Baseball happened to him tonight. You're not as willing to forgive a guy for baseball happening to him in a season like the one Wainwright has just had, and that is fine. But, man, you're still angry about it? For real? Let me know in the YouTube comments section below, because this is an episode that's atypical for what we usually do on B-Shape Daily and the Brendan Schaefer St. Louis Cardinals writer YouTube channel. Because I'm talking directly to the fans in a lot of this. Because I want to understand your experience of this Adam Wainwright season. I know you're disappointed. You should be. But really, you're going to be like, hey, where I'm planting my flag, the hill I'm dying on, is ripping Adam Wainwright to shreds on Twitter. I need the whole world to know how much I think Wainwright should have retired. I just, I cannot get on board with that, Cardinals fans. I would like to see Wayne Wright out there five days from now, trying again for 199. It's going to be ugly if he can't get 200 this year, or 200 for his career, two more this year to get there. That's going to be really unfortunate, but I I want to see him get six or seven more cracks at it before the end of the season. Let me know where you're at. Like I said, I've just laid out the whole thought process in 34 minutes in length of why it doesn't make any sense to me that you would, at this point, where it's all this far gone, you'd say, Wainwright, he's got to retire, he needs to go to the bullpen, he needs whatever. If anything, if you want the best for the Cardinals long-term and you really do think that Wainwright is beyond saving, you should just want him to pitch every game. Because if you think he's going to lead to more losses, that leads to a top-five pick. Cardinals haven't been picking in that zone in a while. Let's see what Randy Flores can do with that, right? It's pretty cut and dry to me. I've taken the emotions out of it, though, and I realize that a lot of Cardinals fans, you know, you're fanatics, you're fans, so you shouldn't have to take the emotions out of it. But what are your emotions? Seeing what's going on with Adam Wainwright, and did you think tonight that he was as bad as the box score indicated? Because I laid out the fifth inning for you. He gave up a bunch of runs. I get that part. But what did you actually think of the performance if you watched it? Don't just... Tell me, oh, I looked at the box score and it was trash. Did you watch it? I'm curious for your thoughts if you did. Let me know in the YouTube comment section below. Hit like on this video. Hit subscribe on this channel if you like Daily Cardinals content. We're bringing it to you the rest of the season. And then we ramp it up in the offseason because it's going to be the time where rumors and reports and analysis and speculation is going to run wild. So we'll have a lot of fun kind of giving our thoughts on everything going on. So make sure you're here with that. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well to Be shape Daily. Wherever you get your podcasts. If you like YouTube, that's great too. You can always be caught up with the content there. That's really all I have to say about the Wainwright stuff. I do want to mention before we go how hysterical the Wilson Contreras ejection was tonight. And then Ollie Marmel gets run as well just for going out there and trying to keep the peace a little bit. Keep Wilson under control. Make sure he leaves the game like he's supposed to. Umpires are, you got to ban umpires. They're so bad umpires are so bad at this point it's a joke Contreras I mean he argued balls and strikes he drew a big circle around the plate for the umpire you get you get tossed for that but he got his money's worth but there's no like why are you throwing ollie I guess it doesn't matter nothing really matters anymore but that's just like I don't understand what you're accomplishing there umpires they got their egos it is what it is but boy did Wilson get his money's worth He is had enough and he's behind the plate, too, all day. So he, he kind of has an idea what's a strike, what's not a strike, at least what's been getting called and what, what hasn't been. So he drew a big old honking circle for the umpire. I thought that was hysterical. You got to keep it light in these moments, don't you, Cardinals fans? Let me know again. YouTube comments. Get them, get them popping. How did you feel about Wilson's ejection? Ollie Marmol going with him. But more than anything, Adam Wainwright, where you're at, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, on everything associated with uh, what's been a really trying year for number 50. Let me know. Look forward to reading your guys' comments, but that is going to do it for this edition of the show. Appreciate you guys, as always, for listening, and we will talk to you next time on Be Shape Daily. Peace.